Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are going to be giving you one of 50 Mama interviews. These interviews have been conducted by Drama Victoria over the last two years to celebrate their 50th birthday. These 50 interviews are 50 conversations with 50 legends of the Victoria drama teaching game. So sit back, relax and enjoy a slightly longer than usual version of The Aside. Please note that the audio quality varies depending on where the interview was recorded. It gives me great pleasure to welcome Marita Ruder to the Mama Project and this is interview 30. Marita, how did you get involved with drama education? <laughs> What's your story? <laughs> it, was it was an accident really because I, as a country girl I came down to Melbourne to do secondary teacher training at what was um, Monash Teachers College and at the interviews I was actually interviewed by um, John Ellis and I was going to be teaching French and uh, history and John Ellis said, this lovely sort of other subject called drama, you know, and I thought, oh, I'll give that a go. And somebody else talked to me about psychology, I thought, oh, that sounds all right, I'll give that a go too. And ironically, they ended up the two subjects <laughs> that I ended up my career with. So starting there, I started at um, what was uh, Monash Teachers College in 1968. Um, the third year of intake at Monash, two students in the first year and there were I think about four in the second year and we were the third year intake and there were 21 of us. So we were so big they had to split us into two groups. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so that, that year um, worked with John Ellis but more with Lois Ellis and we did a production called America Hurrah which um, oh. was fairly controversial yes, in yes. those days. Um, so you're doing right absolutely at the minute stuff. Work, oh, yes. absolutely. So in the second year we did The Crucible, John Ellis ah. directed it. Uh, third year we did a very p physical theatre, a piece of, called Tom Payne, I don't remember the author, but uh, and I just remember I lost so much weight because it was fantastically physical. Um, <laughs> and then in the fourth year we did The Room with Alan Morgan directing and then after that it was out into the schools. Wow. So, you know, they, they gave us quite a bit of, of um, you know, I, I felt quite confident when I got out into the schools in terms of what I was going to do, but of course there was nobody in a school, there were very limited resources, there was sort of parent attitudes, there was all of that kind of stuff. But I was lucky to, to go to Dombale where there was um, already established a room um, that had a lot of blackboard paint left over so they splattered <laughs> it all over everything, blacked it out, stuck up a few you know, pipes for, for lighting and um, there you go, one drama room. So uh, I started there in 72. It was, it, it was interesting um, in that there was no curriculum. You had to justify where you, you know, and parents would always ask, you know, why should my child do drama? And, you know, one of the biggest sort of issues around that time was whether drama was a method 
or drama per se could stand alone in curriculum. And, you know, the Melbourne State College was heading in the direction of drama method and immersion and experiential and stuff. But Ralston was far more focused on, on performance and, and so yes. forth. So, um, I was teaching there in 1975 when Dorothy Heathcote came out. She was brought out to my school at, along with our oh, wow. 15 million people who were all sitting around the, the room watching my year 11s work with. It actually wasn't Dorothy, she was guiding it, but she was using her student teacher, Roma Burgess, to oh, actually really? do all the enrol and do the, the lesson teaching stuff for us. So, Roma did that and then the next year Roma came back as a colleague to to teach with me at, at um, Donvale. Um, it, I found Dorothy, she, I mean she had a completely different approach to things and I looked at that and I thought year eight Friday afternoon, <laughs> me enrol, nah, never going to happen, so it didn't. Um, and I could see where, she, how she was working and how that was really, really, you know, sort of important. But um, I guess the Rusden approach was one that I favoured more. So um, at that stage, Kate Donnellan was teaching at East Doncaster along with Pam Gaudry. And so we sort of, there was this connection there. Um, we, Roma did a lot of interesting work and we, we were collaborators for a long time. Um, when Roma finally left, then in came Craig Christie as my oh, collaborator. Yes. Um, and we, we, we basically, he was in my year eight drama class when I first started teaching. He was in that year 11 class that, that worked with Dorothy Hefkett or Roma and then he came back as a colleague and we worked together on productions and things at, at Donvale. And I met him when I was at Vermont. Well, indeed. So, anyway, so uh, Craig, um, yeah, anyway, so we, we did productions together and um, he, so he started up his sort of theatre in education type of approach. Um, so he was nine years down the track after, you know, so he arrived in 1981, so it was sort of a bit further. The group two subjects, Vise, was already in. I'd worked with Roma and John McLeod and a few of those people to sort of look at how to bring in the group two. It's not, I just always objected to being group two, um, so it never really rang true for me, but at least it was some kind of structure. And for me, I was constantly searching for um, something beyond the explore and experience, you know, something that was sort of reflective and led to something. I guess I was, what I was looking for was actually the essence of drama. What is it? Why should it be in the curriculum? And uh, so I left um, Donvale and went to another school as a senior teacher. They had advertised the position because they wanted to introduce drama. However, there was no room, there were no classes. They cobbled together oh. classes for me uh, from kids who had no other subjects that they could do, um, had no idea what drama was. And so it was really quite, 
when you look at the lows of a career, that was it, because you sort of land in a school where the attitude was uh, quite difficult and it was negotiated curriculum. And how do you negotiate with a classroom of kids who have no idea what drama is, let alone any content or whatever? So we tried a few different things, um, tried unstructured work, couldn't do it, didn't want to get up. Tried some structured work, no, I, I want to be with my friend Miss. Tried some, some scripting stuff uh, and they couldn't read. So by this stage I'm sort of tearing my hair out and uh, one day on yard duty this kid lumbers over and says, Miss, I want to change into your, into your drama class. I, I'm in woodwork and I don't want to do it. And I said, well, what have I got to lose? You know, and he came in. And he, he, we came, he came into the class and he said to the others, why don't you lot get off your bums? And I'm thinking, this is all right. And then he said, I'd like to make a film. And I said, that's a good idea. And for the rest of the year, we made a film. And I managed to survive without slitting my wrists, you know. But it was, that I guess has got to be a, a really, interesting time but I learned so much. I learned about negotiating curriculum but it's more like guided democracy. You put up a whole range of things and see the original kind of drama was all about start where the kids are at, the Brian yes, Way approach. Yes. And I'm, I'm still with that, I, I like that but the thing was that you can't negotiate in a vacuum. The no. kids have actually got to know something. So, it, you know, and I learnt about guided democracy and, you know, after three years I was actually quite sad to leave that school but then the position at Vermont came up and it had a theatre attached and my eyes glistened <laughs> and off I went, you know, so, so, you know, I thought this is sort of going to be home. But really, um, it was the introduction of VCE when I sort of surfaced again because Rod Parnell found me um, teaching there. I'd sort of decided to hibernate at that point. I was just doing my own thing. And Rod came along and he needed some people to, you know, do pilot schools the year before it started. So Richard Sellis and I and Rod went out and oh, did, wow. did some assessing in the pilot schools and VC came in the next year and I took it on and panel chairs and, you know, uh, stayed with, with drama and at the, those days theatre studies as well. Um, and all of a sudden I had the content. You know, the thing yes. that I'd been really looking for in the subject was, was the content. So you had things like theatre styles and conventions that went with it. You had the stuff like dramatic elements, all of which were able to shape the start where the kid's at and bring it to fruition in some kind of performance work so that it just took it beyond that kind of now feel like a tree and drop your leaves because it's autumn type of yes. approach. Um, so VCE basically saved me in, in the sense that it, it gave me the direction, the structures and the more I grew confident with the VCE, the more it trickled down, I trickled it down all the way through the, the curriculum at, at Vermont. Um, but you know, that, those, those were very, very different days. Um, 
Um, there were times when we, you know, these associations, I don't know whether you're still aware of, they were the original ones before, before even Bardi and before the um, idea, you know, the, the yes. international one and all of those conferences in Adelaide and conferences in the, you know, University of New South Wales. We had a, a great time. I remember sharing a room with Roma and and um, Kate Donnellan, and uh, and we yeah, we had a lovely time in Adelaide. Um, so so there was a so lot. So you were at the beginning of um, Nadi, before it. Oh uh, yeah. Ron, so Ron yes. Danielson set up yes. the first drama association uh. in '68, and we were all members. Um, and every school I've been at, I actually. Um, what I did was I, I signed the school up to the Drama Vix. So my name never appears in any of the paperwork in, in Drama Vic because I, it cost more to sign up a school and I figured they could use the funds. So I always <laughs> signed the school up and, and so yeah, so I've always been a, a member of this, the associations and so forth. But there came a point where mentoring it was me giving, 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 yes. and I wasn't getting anything. Um, that's sort of when I went to ground. And it was really only when um, VCE came along that all of a sudden there was a new, there were a whole lot of colleagues that, of like-minded people, um, people you could work with, um, you know, people like you know Phil Norman that I've spent most yes. of my career working with on panels and and things and yeah, it, it's that's the kind of thing that's actually developed. You know, my whole sort Your of practice. my practice of, of drama and you know the the evolution of the different study designs. I mean, in the early one, there were no written exams, no. and that's because. A lot of teachers were sort of, they were all very big fish in very little ponds and it, you know, this whole idea of, of conforming to some kind of structure was anathema to a lot of people and so the first things were fairly hard. You know, one, one guy I remember distinctly standing up and saying, you know, at one of the verification panel meetings that, you know, you can't seriously expect drama students to write. And you think now where we've got to in relation to what that was like then, um, but yes, the but the whole thing evolved from the you know ensemble performances, which eventually became a work requirement rather than a, an accessible task, um, you know externally. I mean, um, and so. So that kind of evolution has been terrific and that's where you kind of grow with mm. that and that's, that's the really important, that collegiate kind of yes. thing and I think one of the strengths in Victorian curriculum is the, simply the fact that drama and theatre studies are linked and the fact that we share commonality and that makes us a powerful force. If we're all sort of very separate and precious, then we wouldn't we wouldn't have got where we are. You yeah, know? And, yes. and I like I love that as a community. And you know, it's why I still, even though I've been retired now for twelve years, I'm still um, involved with the assessment of all the performance exams for drama yes. and theatre studies, and the written marking for drama and theatre studies, and so forth. I still enjoy that, and it, it sort of gives gives a challenge. And I like seeing where it's going. You know, yes, that's yes. certainly certainly been an interesting sort of evolution there. 
So you really actually traced the, the changes that's happened over the years. Mm. Um, what, what, what have been some of your highs and have there been any lows? Well, I think I mentioned I think the lows. That was pretty low. I think we've had, all had but some yeah, pretty difficult classes. But, I mean, but it, it's simply the fact that you, you were meant to do things on a shoestring. There was never any resource allocation. But that continued, I mean, in terms of productions. And so I guess the highs come out of being able to develop great productions on a shoestring. You know, because my, what I did was I, I developed teams of people around me. I was never precious about my vision for a particular play or, or anything like that. I, I used what I had around me in students. If students were musos, I would put songs in. In, in the early days, um, copyright wasn't quite as tight as it is these days. So, you know, we've played around with that a bit, you know. So if, if they played instruments and wanted to be, do a band, you know, we would work that into it. If they were um, choreographers, we would work that into it. Whatever they were really good at, you know, we, and same with parents, where I had um, parents who, who ran, you know, did all the sort of sets and stuff, oh. parents who, who took control of costumes. I wouldn't have survived without teams of people around me who, you know, after a few meetings and you sort of get a combined vision together of what this is going to look like, I could just sort of relax and I knew it would be done, and it was. And the, that's the highs, is the fact when all of those people who have invested in a joint vision and then it comes to fruition and it's fantastic. And the quality, of course, it spreads and people sort of yeah, start coming. And that was the only way we had any money, bums on seats. And what we could charge at the door was the size of the budget, you know, and it doesn't go far when you have to hire lights. So we had lots of kids who, who did lighting tech, who did music tech, and all of those kids have gone on out into the industry. I have so many people that I've taught who are out in the industries in different ways. You know, it's from the golden era of Donvale, we basically, I know personally of six drama teachers oh, who are wow. still, you know, involved with, you know, VCE and, and so forth. But beyond that, there's actors and there's um, one's, one's a presenter, you know, at the ABC and, oh, you know, wow. and a whole range of people have gone out and written and and you know one of the highlights which is you know one of my my whole thing was being in London at the West End opening night of Craig Christie's show oh, wow. and so I've come with Craig I mean he's he's now a friend as uh, having been a student and a colleague and a friend for a very long time um, but yeah, I, I sort of went round Australia with Eurobeat as, as one of the groupies because I just had the time <laughs> and the inclination and then we got to London and there it was on opening night and oh, wow. I'm thinking, well, there you go. It just goes to show what people can achieve and 
those are the kind of highlights of my career, of being what, what my ex-students have achieved. When you see them on the television doing you know, this or that, or you, you hear of them, or read their articles in the newspapers oh, wow. and, and, and stuff, that, that's, that's kind of the highlight of a, of a career. So who, did you have any mentors or collaborators? You've actually talked about some of them. Yeah, at that time there were not an awful lot of mentors around and the sort of gurus like your Dorothy Heathcote and Gavin Bolton and so forth, they were not quite my philosophy. Um, but yes, I certainly learned from them and I think you know, in terms of development, What's really important is to be constantly changing and evolving um, and to sort of not be precious about this is how I see something and this is how it's going to be. I, you know, in my time I've seen a lot of very precious drama teachers and, uh, you know, and that doesn't work for me. I'm a, a teams person and I accept that the people around me are going to give me as much and I can work with that, and that helps evolve. Yes, you know, yes. And each time you take on a task, you do it differently. I've never taught the same year twice, um, even though structure of classes and stuff is the same, but the content comes from the kids. You know, I moved out of... I, at one point, I started thinking about burnout because I basically taught 34 years straight. Wow. Uh, without a break. So, I mean, I had long service yes. leave, but I didn't have time out at all. So, and I was getting towards 50, and I'm thinking, the year sevens deserve better than this because <laughs> there's nothing they can do that I haven't seen before. And whilst I was able to wear a lovely smile, um, it wasn't it wasn't fair on the kids. And so I started to side sideways myself out and into the areas of teaching, you know, VC psychology and and also um, you know, daily organisation and and things like that. So, but I always kept my hand in. I started team teaching with um. Um, a couple of young guys who I actually left. Vermont in charge of Vermont when I left and it was really exciting because they had the energy and that and I had the organizational skills and we would team teach the year seven the year seven's got a really good deal out of that because you know they had two teachers for the price yeah. of one was we, we would sort of lob in together but you know, burnout was a real sort of issue I mean how many more times can you do productions um, one stage I'd painted myself into a corner because I used to take kids away on rehearsal camps and I had a year 9 production and a year 11 production within wow. two weeks and so basically it just I was beside myself and health starts to, to yes. you know you sort of you survive the production and then the following week you're sick you know, yes. and it, it just yes that's happened to me that that kind of happens and I thought well this is not not a good way to go and it's not good for kids so so hence I sort of I still manage teams I was still coordinator but I let other people run run with it you know so and already you began to um, suggest, what, what, what's your advice for the next generation of drama teachers? I guess it's 
what worked for me was simply evolving and really using what's around you. The people who are there are the most amazing resources. Um, some, you know, in one school I had a technology coordinator, you know, information technology coordinator who was also a ballroom dancer and a keyboard player. He loved playing piano. Uh -huh. Now, yeah, if you know these things, you can actually you know, work with that and you have so many resources around and it's, it's a matter of not being so precious about your own stuff but simply being a really good facilitator for the students and that kind of stays true to where the Brian Way philosophy started, you know, being um, basically start where the students yes. are at or where your community is at and if you work in with your community, I, I had so much stimulation from the music faculties, from um, the arts coordinator at Vermont, he, he dabbled in as well, he was visual arts himself but you know and graph com and metal and you know but he also loved music and he loved drama, he, he directed a lot of the productions while I produced them. Um, so in, he had experience working in London. Um, there's so much around that you can actually pull, pull in and because I started out as a teacher literally on my own in a school and at best there were only another 20 people somewhere in the state you know, that I could talk to. Um, so you're really a very uh, yeah, pioneer. I'm, I'm seriously a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, no a pioneer. No, well, pioneer, yes, all right. I, I've always referred to myself as a dinosaur. Um, but but it, was, it was a very different era then. And for the young, new people coming through, I think the, ch the challenges are getting different. Um, and they're going to be more in terms of um, classroom management come getting kids to actually commit to doing things. Um, even towards the end of my career, you know, outside work was, was yes. causing problems with things like rehearsals and, and weekend, you know, That's dress true. rehearsal and, and getting kids all together. In the early days that was never an issue. Um, and now you basically have to prove yourself to a group of students before they will sort of respond and, and you can start developing things. You know, in the early days we used to just go, I'd take all my year 10s, 11s, we'd take, go out to see plays, we'd have dinner in Carlton, have a glass of wine, go to <laughs> see a play, their parents would pick them up and go home wouldn't dare do anything like that but we would then be able to just sit around and talk about the theatre that we were seeing yes. it was really really exciting and now I think the good thing about VCE is also the playlists yes and that's still for me one of the highlights is because I'm marking I'm seeing all of the plays on the playlists and seeing the range of things that students can can Do. catch up with and it's great really great stuff and watching uh, and for me the marking aside from the fact that you can't read handwriting is when you actually get the response that's there that you couldn't write yourself yes. the student who's seen that play and has gone and just run with it and their breadth of understanding is amazing.
So that's been. Sworn. And the last minute, um, were you part of the member of um, Drama Victoria or Vardy? I mean, were you on the committee, or do you have any other associations? I, I was always well, never on the on the committee, um, but I was I was the the rep at that <laughs> that particular conference in Adelaide. Um, oh, fantastic! Yes, which was somewhere in the early seventies, um, but that I was celebrated this this year in Adelaide. Really? Yes. Okay. At a symposium. Yes, in in. August, September, September. Okay. Yes, the, no, the night we cleared out a restaurant with raucous laughter. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. Um, yeah, so I've, I've always been involved with the associations, but always sort of, um, you know, I, I, but around the introduction of the, the vice subject, um, I had more to do with it, but I, the politics of it really got to me. And I really, it's like the politics of any big organisation, you know, um, I'd rather not indulge in that. I prefer to sort of work differently. So I had my contacts in there, I, you know, but, and as I said, the schools were always members. Yes, and, and you were part of the VCE development. Absolutely, and the, the written writing of various um, study designs and oh, things. Oh, wow. Well, Rod did the first one, so. So thank you, Marita, for <laughs> having for, for this interview. Um, it's wonderful to hear about your pioneering spirit and, <laughs> and your journey in drama education. Well, that's all from us at The Aside. There are 49 other Mama interviews you might like to listen to, so please do feel free to go and find those and have a listen. Thank you to all the people involved in conducting the Mama interviews. The list is extensive. Happy 50th birthday to Drama Victoria, and thank you to the 50 legends for giving us their time. If you would like to ask the aside a question, or you have a suggestion for a future episode, please do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening.